you are listening to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm your host, Danielle Davis. I'm Jacob Sheckman. And we're part of Your Future Is Our Business, which is a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students ages 10 to 18 explore careers by connecting them to adults through programs such as college and career expos, career panels, and other work-based learning activities. You're listening to our show, What to Be, where we interview and highlight the career journeys of inspirational people in Santa Cruz County. If you've ever thought, hmm, how did they get that job? Or what is that job really like? Then keep on listening. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future is Our Business. Please note that the information provided during this program does not reflect the career in its entirety. Today, we're joined by Rachel Rasmussen. Thank you for being here today. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, Rachel. Uh, Rachel is here to talk about being a barista and human resources concierge at Cat and Cloud Coffee. Now, Rachel, can you tell us a little bit about that organization and uh, what you do in each of your roles? Yeah, definitely. Cat and Cloud originally interested me because of the mission statement of the company. It is to leave people happier than when we found them. And so that works throughout every section of the company, whether it's the guests that come in for coffee or toast and pastries or the staff that work there every day or the people who deliver our produce. And so I saw that so clearly as a guest of the cafe when the male person would come in to drop off a package and the barista would offer them a cup of coffee on their way out. It made me realize that the company cared more about people than coffee. And that's something I've always been so interested in is people. And so I was so excited to just get to work with people who cared about other people. So originally I started working there about a year ago um, as a full-time barista. So I was doing five days a week of giving people their morning cup of coffee as they're off to work or enjoying their Saturday. And then I started to realize that there was more in the company as we're growing and soon to have four stores in Santa Cruz. The administrative aspect of the company interested me a lot. So back in March, I applied to be an executive assistant for one of the owners and did that for a little while and was so excited by the background of the company. And then about three months ago, started working in the human resources department. So we do hiring and payroll and benefits, PTO. Yeah, it gets pretty busy, especially during the holiday season of hiring. Yeah, I, I as I we mentioned pre-show, I working at Verve, I, I definitely get that. I kind of understand what you're talking about about working in these holidays. What is a day or week uh, of of your life like in terms of either being barista or human resources? Wait, so just so I understand, you you do both, right? So how often, how much time do you spend in the cafe? Yeah. and outside also working for the company. Yeah, so I, I do both. Three days a week I'm in the cafe, and two days a week I am doing administrative work. The administrative work is really fun for me because I get to work at any of our cafes or I could work at home. Sometimes I work at Verve to be able to mix up my life a little bit. So I love that I'm not so stuck in necessarily showing up at the same place at the same time every day. I have flexibility in my schedule. But yeah, being a barista is so much fun for me because I get to see so many people every day. And we've, as a staff, created relationships with the guests that come in and know their names and their stories and get to ask about trips they went on and the kind of like, oh, your mom's coming in town for Thanksgiving. How was that? Was it okay? And just being able to get to know the people that come in. Some of those interactions can make your day, right? Oh, 100%. They make my day 
all the time and it's so fun to get to know these people and with the mindset of also wanting to make their day. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty impactful. Most of the time I joke that like being a barista is just hosting a party and that's just what you just yeah, we have we laugh and we have fun and we also have to move really quick on weekends and I end up covered in avocado and coffee. Um, I leave work that's and I'm awesome. like I smell like avocado toast and a latte, and I'm like, okay, time to shower. But the other days of the week that I'm working on admin stuff, it's a lot of meetings with my boss, Tanner, who is in charge of the whole human resources department. We meet, and right now I'm in quite a learning process of our payroll organization that we use. It's quite complex to work with a company that has 60-something employees of trying to figure out making sure everyone has the right sick policy and paid time off policy and holiday pay. And it's a lot of calling our provider and saying, um, how do I do this? So it's fun for me to be able to learn as I go and know that I don't need to know everything to get into this sort of career. What sorts of skills did you, do you think you gained from working here? And what do you think you wish you had before? Yeah, I think I gained... uh, One of the first skills that comes to mind is the ability to follow up with people. So a lot of my job is asking people questions or trying to get information from them. And I think now I've crafted a much better way of being like, hey, excuse me, I really need that from you today, while also just like caring about them and making sure I'm taking my time well. As well as with being a barista, I've learned so much about meeting people where they're at and... Sometimes at 6 a.m. I am firing on all cylinders. I am a little two notches too loud and then someone will come in clearly not happy to also be awake and being able to just kind of rein it in and give them their coffee, be kind, but still kind of short and sweet. They're not looking for anything too intense. But a skill that I wish that I'd had before going into this was probably being better about taking my days off when I'm taking them because I'm a person who loves to be 100% involved in whatever project I'm in and I get so excited that it's hard for me to also take care of myself. Um, I am also a full-time student online and so being able to incorporate... (laughs) my schedule well has been something I wish that I hadn't necessarily had to learn on the job. I did not know that I wasn't as great with time management before I started working here. here. you are. (laughs) I think just any work environment will teach you work or uh, teach you time management because that is something that, I don't know, it's kind of intuitive in high school, I guess, and even in college a little because you just have homework usually in your class whereas I don't know in a job you really have to learn there yes and in a job it's you need to create that structure right I I was curious what are you studying oh that's what yeah that's what I was gonna ask (laughs) I am studying nothing related to my career I am currently finishing my degree in sociology to go on to graduate school for marriage and family therapy whoa yeah wow I feel like sociology sociology has yeah. It has a lot to do with people and what you were talking about, how that's your passion. Yeah. Working with others. I think that I realized hospitality was something I was good at. Before I worked at Cat and Cloud, I lived in Amsterdam for a year working at a hostel there. And that was also kind of a learn on the job how to do hospitality thing. And I fell so much in love with it, but I never wanted to study hotel management or hospitality or anything. I was like, I love what I'm studying with sociology. So it's cool that I have a career that I really enjoy right now while I'm on a very long path of school. 
to be able to really enjoy the work that I do and feel like it's impactful while also maybe looking for another career in the future. And just expanding on that, knowing that you're going into a completely quote-unquote unrelated field, how do you think that your current career is bringing you closer to your goals? No, I definitely think it's bringing me to my goals. I learn a lot about people every day and the things that make them tick. And I think one of the things that I talk a lot when it comes to sociology and psychology is just, I don't know, there's always more under the surface. And so if someone comes in and to the cafe and we don't, maybe we don't have exactly what they're looking for and they're upset with us and they leave seeming angry at us, most of the time it has nothing to do with me as a person and so I think that that's something that's cool to think about going towards a career of being a therapist it probably won't necessarily be about me a lot a lot of the time people are scared of not being in control or something and so as soon as something happens outside of their realm people might be upset and so that's just something that I feel like I'm learning towards of just how to work with people and I meet hundreds of people every day and so I definitely am learning a more expansive view of people. Did you have are. that mindset before? That's a very mature response to that in your example. If someone's upset as they walk out, you know it's not about you. It, it could be someone having a bad day or some something happened that caused an accident. But you know it's not about you and you don't take it personally. How, did you have that mindset coming into this job? I did. I think I started to learn that working in childcare because kids are honest. I worked in child I worked at a daycare in high school and I've like nannied off and on throughout the years especially in college and sometimes you'll walk in to go babysit and the kid will just look at you and go go away and it doesn't really have to do with the fact that they don't like me it's just they'd rather hang out with their mom and so it's like learning that of just like I'm not gonna take offense to that like I'm okay. And then working at the hostel as well. Some people would travel for 30 hours and then come to the reception desk and they might not be in the best mood because they had to walk 15 minutes in the rain with their luggage and that really taught me it wasn't about me really quickly. <laughs> we kind of touched on this already but it's one of the questions we should ask is how many people do you usually interact with on a day-to-day -day basis in your job? So either in your role as a barista or as the human resources, how often does interacting with others or how big of a role does that play? Yeah, it's one of the, especially as a barista, it's one of the biggest things. I'll be working with a team of people of, throughout my shift, potentially up to like six or seven people, but then we have hundreds of guests coming in the door. And something that's really special about working at a local coffee shop that's smaller is you start to meet the regulars and know their names. And so now it just, now it seems like I see like a couple hundred friends a day when I work in the cafe. So that's super special. And I worked at a, one of our other cafes for a couple weeks and then going back to the one that I usually work at, it was like, oh, all my friends are here again. Like, hey, what's up? Like, anything changed since I was gone? But then as a human resources concierge, I also meet with a lot of people, but it's more working internally in our company. So if someone has a question about their health insurance or their holiday time, or how to clock in and out, then I'm working more with our team and building that company culture to be, yeah, stronger. And I just have a side question for the company culture. How emphasized is that when you onboard people to the job? Like how is that something like a personality type of people who are hired? Or is that something that you explicitly tell everyone that you hire on staff? Definitely. So the, the whole onboarding process is 
just saturated with our culture. When I started working at Cat and Cloud, I'd had experience in hospitality and experience in working in a coffee shop, but I'd never worked on an espresso machine before. And that was less of a priority. Like the, the job experience, like re- related job experience on a resume is much less important as we interview than it is about asking what people care about. So yeah, as we interview and like another part of my job is looking through resumes and setting up the interviews with our team. And so as I'm looking through resumes and people looking for a job, I'm more focused on when people, the way people talk about other people. So in their resume, if someone was talking about like helped unpleasant customers or whatever, rather than like allowed guests to find exactly what they wanted, like I look more for like how people look at other people. And then in the orient, we have an orientation before anyone can start shifts and that we go through a whole slideshow talking about how Cotton Cloud began the process and our mission statement and how that influences every aspect of the job. So it's it's very important in the orientation. For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What to Be on KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I'm Jacob and I'm joined by... Danielle Davis, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking with Rachel Rasmussen and learning about her career journey in becoming a barista and human resources concierge at Hello. Cat and Cloud Coffee. <laughs> are there any common misconceptions about being a barista or working in HR? I, a, I feel like that question suits this interview super well. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> considering just how your career path and everything, but you elaborate on that. There's so many misconceptions. When I first told my grandmother that I got a job at a coffee shop, she was like, oh, you're, you're going to make coffee? I was like, yeah, I'm so excited about it. And... I just think that oftentimes in the coffee industry, baristas are not paid well or cared for well. And so... You're here. (laughs) Yeah. So I have a lot of friends who work in coffee that may not necessarily be cared for very well. And so stepping into a space like Cat and Cloud where we have, for full-time employees, there's four weeks of paid time off a year and we have access to benefits and there's profit sharing. So a certain percentage of the coffee and merchandise sales we sell in the cafe gets put back to the employees and there's three original owners and then there's four employee owners of Cat and Cloud. And so just the way that the decisions made by the company are made by the people who are working in it rather than any sort of investors. But I think that the biggest misconception about like me as a barista is I feel super cared for. I love what I do and I feel as though I personally am valued rather than just like the work that I can give. And so I think that's a super big deal. And then also, yeah. And then also being able to work in like the background of a growing company and not just being kind of like, I think some people view a job as a barista as people get kind of trapped, like just on the floor making coffee. But now I'm able to really invest in a growing company. We've only, uh, back in September, our first cafe had their third birthday. So we're a relatively young company. How many cafes do you have now? We currently have three whole cafes. We have a location in the county building on Ocean Street, and we are opening a fourth full cafe this month. And I think one probably misconception, which you kind of touched on, is just that coffee or being a barista is an in-between job sort of thing or not a it's a part-time job whereas what you're talking about at cat and cloud the company itself 
really values people for who want to make this their career. And even just having that as a full-time option, having full-time benefits, knowing that you're valued as being an employee at this place, if you're working full-time, is just, I think it's pretty revolutionary for a coffee shop. I don't know, is that, is it the same at Verve? Like, are it, it, it does sound very similar. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Could could you talk a little bit about the owners of Cat and Cloud and why they made this their vision? Definitely. So yeah, the three original owners, Jared, Chris, and Charles, they they actually all started working together first at Verve back in the day. That was probably about 12 years ago, maybe, if I'm getting my dates correct. Charles had stepped off a job on Wall Street. He worked in, I think, Sudan in Africa, and he Whoa. was working with farmers there to get the grants and legislature to be able to sell coffee. And then sadly, he came down with malaria and had to move home. Oh my God. Yes, he's doing well. Um, (laughs) But he ended up, yeah, Wall Street and then working with coffee farmers and then malaria. And so then then he started working at Verve in the finances. And these three guys had such a passion for coffee, but had a passion for a career in coffee. And so that was their thing for a long time for Chris and Jared. Their whole claim was you don't need to own a coffee shop to have a career in coffee, which is kind of funny now because now they own one. At the time, they were trying to argue that you can do this and have a career. And yeah, we have people, there's... Um, a couple, a married couple who works at Cat and Cloud, and they just bought a house in Santa Cruz. And so it's like, there's a possibility for thriving, not just like barely making it. But the vision that they wanted to have for people, they didn't really see working necessarily. And so they started a coffee podcast to talk about business and coffee, and then ended up owning the cafe. So there is still a Cat and Cloud podcast that comes out every week. But um, it was... They started with the podcast and then felt drawn to be able to make the company that they wanted happen. That's really inspiring. Yeah, so Cat and Cloud started from a podcast? Is that what you're saying? Definitely, yeah. Wow. It started from a podcast. <laughs> the podcast has been going for maybe five, four or five years now. And it started with the combination of two of the original owner's last names, Trubaca, and they they got kind of a following. It is crazy to see the impact that a small company makes. We just had two guys who own a coffee shop in London come to Santa Cruz to visit us. And they came to Santa Cruz to come to Cat and Cloud and to meet us. So when people go to work at this cafe called Roslyn in London, they have a questionnaire. And one of them, one of the questions is, what's your favorite coffee shop in the world and why? And someone who's applying to work at this coffee shop in London said Cat and Cloud in Santa Cruz. And so it's crazy to think about the podcast putting out a farther reach than one cafe could ever do. And like hearing about this culture and it's just really sweet to see more businesses and coffee really caring about the people that work for them. Yeah, to have that impact manifest in a way for someone to from London to come out to your coffee shop, that's incredible. Yeah. What kind of hours do you work per week? I work a little less than full-time, so or a little less than 40 hours a week. I probably end up ranging around 35 hours. Um, yeah, so that is about... 15, 10 to 15 of admin and then of the human resources concierge and then the rest of like 20 to 25 in the cafe. Yeah, which I think is super inspiring for me because I'm not someone who likes to sit still and do the same thing every day. And so growing up, I kind of thought that's how a career was. Like one day you have to settle down, suck it up (laughs) and just go to your job every day. And I think that that's 
I saw that model than a lot of the adults around me as well as my family. I was like, I don't think that's gonna work for me. Like, am I ever gonna be an adult with a career if that doesn't work for me? And so being able to see hours that are flexible and like, yeah, tomorrow morning I work at 5.30 in the morning, but I get off in the middle of the day and then I can do laundry and grocery shop and hang out with a friend if I want to. And so it's pretty flexible, it changes, but we tried to not have too many full eight hour shifts so people still have time for other things in their life. Um, while still also the people who do want to work the eight-hour shifts, those are the, they're available. Mm. All right, awesome. Uh, we're going to step away just to take another quick break and remind those who are just tuning in that you're listening to What to Be at KSQD 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I'm Jacob, and I'm joined by Danielle, and Hello. we're speaking with Rachel Rasmussen and learning again about her her career journey to becoming a barista and human resources concierge. Hey guys. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future is Our Business. Information provided during this program does not necessarily reflect this career in its entirety. You started as a barista before at a different coffee shop, right? So how has your career changed since you first began? What are some things that have maybe happened just culturally throughout the time that when you first began working in coffee to now? Definitely. I think that I also viewed it as sort of an in-between job. One of the main reasons I viewed it as an in-between job is I did not want to stay living in Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is where I grew up and I love it. I moved away for a couple years and then came back to deal with some family things. Was not planning on staying. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that has changed in my mindset working at Cat and Cloud is now it's even hard for me to imagine moving away anytime soon because I'm so excited about work every day. I'm learning so much that it's hard for me to want to leave this so soon. I feel so cared for in this company. Unfortunately, I feel like that's kind of rare, especially in the coffee business. And so my perspective on kind of the longevity in working there has changed. We do not hire employees seasonally. We hire with the attitude of wanting people to stay with us. And so like any job, there is turnover, but I think that there's less turnover of just like one, two, three month employees. And so my perspective on how much I can grow and learn and impact working there has changed. And so now I want to really believe in the company and I want to keep working here. In your career path, have you ever had to make any difficult career decisions? I don't think yet necessarily too many difficult career decisions. I, I'm i sure those are coming. Yeah, like I said, I don't want to live in Santa Cruz forever. And so I think at some point my career might, it will shift a little bit if I'm not here but this is something that surprised me of how much I enjoy it and I love working with the people that I get to and you said you initially you kind of viewed it as a temporary job Mm -hmm. and so when you interviewed with Cat and Cloud did you go into it with that mindset or did you learn that as you grew on the job or how did that change for you I interviewed at kind of an interesting time I had while working at a hostel in Amsterdam I became connected with a network of hospitality around the world. So the week I interviewed for Cat and Cloud, I had actually just turned down a job in Mexico City to manage a hostel. Wow. So in that same moment, I had also decided to stay in Santa Cruz because I wasn't moving to Mexico. And so working at Cat and Cloud was something I'd always wanted to, like, I'd always been interested in. 
but thought I was moving. And then so staying was kind of abrupt and I thought, okay, if I'm here, like, I'd love to interview. So going into it, I didn't have much of a timeline planned, but I didn't think that I would be here for as long as I have been. So that that definitely changed on the job. Is there anything you wish you knew about this job before coming into it? I think the Human Resources Concierge, I feel very blessed to be well-trained as I'm going into it. I had zero experience in human resources going into this job, and I am being trained well and given the time to really learn. As a barista, I think kind of a, a silly thing I wish that I'd known is you will stain all of your clothing and you can never have your nails painted. And so and you have to and that's wear a your, good thing to know. You have to wear, you have to wear your hair up. And so I think something I've started to really enjoy is the days that I'm not behind the counter in the cafe is I can wear anything close to the color white if I want to. And I can wear open-toed shoes and have my hair down and silly things like that, but I started to realize that like half of my wardrobe I could never wear at work. Yeah, so. it's risky business if you're trying to dress nice and be a barista at the same time. Oh yeah, I have some coworkers that do it and they just must love Tide Pens or something. They just, I don't have enough <laughs> energy for laundry. What are, Have there been any projects that you've had to work on at Cat and Cloud? And what have those looked like and how have you enjoyed them or not enjoyed them? Definitely. So the when I was an executive assistant to one of the owners, Back in April, May, June, I was working with one of our owners, Jared, and this was right before we opened our Aptos Cafe in June. And so I got to be a part of opening that cafe. And so what I did is I went to one of our current cafes, sat down, and watched everything that any one of the employees touched so I knew what I needed to buy. So I was sitting there just like typing away like pastry plates, tongs, forks, knives, water cups, like blenders. And so just like writing down everything we had in that cafe and then going into our new space and looking like, okay, how's this cafe different? What are we going to need different things of? And it's like, okay, we have one condiment stand at our Portola Cafe, but we have two at Aptos. Like, okay, so that means we need two half and half containers. And it was just... It felt like this crazy puzzle to be able to open and have everything we needed. And then what's awesome is since June, I've seen the people who are working in that cafe take ownership of the space and really figure out what they need to be the most successful and not just what I thought they might need, but now it's the things that they've ordered that I see in the cafe and the way that they're doing things, they're really living into the space. And so it's been so fun to help be a part of opening a cafe, which I never really thought that I would work with, and then being able to see that space come alive and people in it and enjoying it and all that comes with being an extension of someone's living room almost. People come there to work, like if they're, quote, working from home, they'll work at the cafe or just bringing their family on a Saturday morning. It's pretty special. Totally. That's That project sounds like you really just opened your eyes to all the different technicalities and nuances of a coffee shop itself. I think just any job or going into a different industry, you take for granted before you go into working in it how everything works and functions. That just must have been, that sounds really interesting to do that project. It absolutely does. Uh, I've got one last question for you myself. You're, you're a student yourself. Mm-hmm. You have this, these two very interesting jobs. Now, <laughs> what kind of advice do you have for high schoolers just about to graduate? They're about to head into college, and many of them are also going to need to get a job while they do their studies. 
what bits of advice do you have for them as they try and balance work and school? To put a frame of reference over my answer, I think I'm a little bit of an idealist. I really enjoy fun. And so I think, <laughs> I think that my, I would recommend that I think being a student is so lovely. I was, I went to school in Seattle for a little while and now I'm finishing my studies online and that is just a really different dynamic. But I think school is so important and, but it takes a lot of your time. And so if you're going to be going to school and working and also trying to maybe work out, eat, shower, do laundry, I would advise you to have a job that you feel like you enjoy. It's okay to not put so much pressure on yourself to have a job that will further the career you really want to be in now. I encourage you to value your well-being emotionally and having a job that you enjoy, I think will really do that. Well, thank you, Rachel. And thank you to all of our K-Squid listeners for tuning in to today's career story with your host, Danielle, and myself, Jacob, on our show, What to Be, with today's guest, Rachel Rasmussen, who again is a barista and human resources concierge at Cat and Cloud Coffee. If you have any questions or would like to share your career story with us, send us an email at whattobe at ksquid.org. And if you enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM KSquid Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays or stream online at ksqd.org. Thank you for listening.